Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host. And today I'm talking about the little things, how little things can make a big difference as a leader. You know, oftentimes we're thinking about doing something big to make a big impression on people, but it's really the little things we do that make a greater impression than the bigger things. Um, I remember hearing this story about this father who had two sons and he was a preacher and his two sons were begging him for a dog back in the early 1800s. True story. And um, the father, his name was Reverend Robert James. He was always preaching, always pastoring. He didn't have time to play with the boys. He knew they wanted a dog and he wanted to get them a dog, but he just didn't really want to pay for a dog. One day a dog wandered in the front yard of their house and the father thought, hey, this dog doesn't have a collar on it. Uh, There's no name on it. I'm just going to bring it inside the house. Now, this dog was a distinct dog. It was a black dog with three white hairs. And the two boys were so happy when the father brought in the dog. They said, Dad, you got us a dog. And, you know, he just kind of was like, yeah. So he brought the dog in. The boys started playing with the dog. After a few days, they fell in love with this dog. They named the dog. They felt like it was their dog. Well, right after that, signs started getting posted around the town describing this dog, a lost dog, a black dog with three white hairs on the back. And the pastor had this really sad feeling. He thought, you know, my boys just got this dog. They started really falling in love with it. They already named it. My boys deserve this dog. And so he went home, he got some black paint, and he painted those three white hairs, thinking in his mind, if the owner ever shows up around our house, he'll never know because I covered the the three white hairs. Well, sure enough, the owner showed up. He was knocking door to door, holding the signs. And he said, have you seen my dog? The boys answer the door and the father and the dog comes running out. The owner goes, wow, this, this is my dog. This looks just like my dog. And the pastor said, now hold on, let me see those papers. And the boys of this father, the boys of this pastor, they watched their father masterfully manipulate the owner of this dog. And they had heard all of his sermons, but they would never forget this one. They watched their father deceive this man and say, you know, this isn't your dog because you said your dog has three white hairs. And this dog doesn't have that. And so the father said, I'm sorry, I don't think that's your dog. And the owner said, you're right, that, that's your dog. That's your boy's dog. I'll keep looking. He went on. The father shut the door, smiled. His boys were just staring at him because they had just watched their dad, the pastor of their church, deceive this man. And the father wrote in his memoirs later on, I kept the dog, but I lost my boys. We kept the dog. His boys were Frank and Jesse James, the notorious criminals that went on to rob banks, steal from people, cheat people, uh, big time criminals, Jesse James. We have so many stories in our history books about this person. And yet they learned it from their father, the pastor. He had done a lot of things well, but that one moment of compromising his integrity, that little thing made a huge impact in their lives. What are you doing in your life right now that you might think is a little thing that could be compromising your integrity? Maybe you don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe you think, well, Paul, you know, I clock in a little late and I clock out and uh, I take some things from the company, but they'll never notice. Or I pad the expenses account and get a little bit more money than what I actually should be getting But it's not that big of a deal. It's just $20, just $30, just $100. And yet those little things can compromise our integrity. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 1 says, A little bit of sin can ruin a reputation. Proverbs 22 says, It is more important to have a good name, a good reputation, than to make money. It's more important to protect your integrity than to become wealthy. So I wonder in your life if you're making, cutting some corners, making some decisions that could be affecting your integrity as a leader. 
And those little things can add up over time. I think about this other story about this um, builder. He was a house builder, a contractor, and he was building homes for everyone, but he didn't have the money to build his own house. And this wealthy man who owned four homes already came to him and said, I want to build a fifth house for myself, a fifth house, and I want this one to be nice. Spare no expenses, use the greatest material, charge me whatever you need to charge me, I'll pay for it. I'm going away on a long trip. I'll be back in about nine months, and when I get back, I expect this house to be finished. So the contractor started thinking, man, this guy already has so many houses. And he thought to himself, I'm going to cut corners. I'm going to use cheap materials, and he'll never know, because from a distance, it will look nice. And he said, I'm going I'm to charge him what I would charge for the expensive materials, and then I'll take the money, even though I use cheap, cheap materials, and I'll build my own house. I'll finally be able to build my own house. So sure enough, he did that. He cut corners, used cheap materials, and he thought to himself, the, the rich man will never know. He has four other homes. The rich man comes back from his trip, pays for the house, says, man, thank you so much. It looks beautiful. Takes the keys, and he says, now, I want you to know I had this house built because I wanted to bless someone, someone who couldn't afford to pay for their own house. And I really wanted a custom-designed house so I could bless this person who really deserves it. And he turns and he hands the keys to the contractor. He says, here's your house. And the contractor had this ucky feeling because he knew he cut the corners. He used cheap materials. And the, the point of the story is that we, with our own work, we are building the house we're going to live in, the character, the integrity. You might be able to fool others, but you can't fool yourself. You can't fool the man in the mirror. So what corners are you cutting right now? Where are you possibly cheating others or cheating God or even at the end of the day cheating yourself from living a life of integrity and character are you doing things the right way are you being honest in the little things are you being honest with your employer are you um, walking away from conversations that could be gossiping or slandering people in your life that are your friends you might say well Paul that's that's a little sin I didn't murder anyone I didn't commit adultery it was just a little bit of gossip just a little bit of slander it was a little white lie I just exaggerated the story a little bit. I just, you know, I, I, yeah, I deceived my supervisor. I deceived people so I could cover myself. I was embarrassed, so I just kind of lied. But those little lies, those little things. The Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. So as a leader, we have to be committed to doing the little things right. And that's my challenge for you today is that you would do the little things right. Character is made up of little choices every day. Character is not made on the big days, on the big stage. It's made on the small days, the Mondays, the Tuesdays, the Wednesdays. It's made in the little moments when you have an opportunity to lie or to tell the truth. When you have an opportunity to cover yourself, to make yourself look good, or to own a mistake and say, I was wrong, I missed it. And listen, those little words to say, I was wrong, those three little words can go a long way in the eyes of someone who, who loves you who's not looking for you to uh, appear as if you're perfect, but they're looking to see if you're humble enough to own a mistake. When you say, I was wrong to your spouse or to your supervisor or to your coworker, if you say, I'm sorry, those little words can go a long way. James chapter 3, verse 5 says, the tongue is a little member in our body, but that little member can cause hell or heaven to be released in our life. That tongue has the power to bring life or death, to start wars or to end wars. The tongue has ended more marriages than any other part of our body. The words we speak, they make a big impact. And I remember hearing that um, there was this uh, woman named Mrs. O'Leary. She owned a barn right outside of Chicago. And she had a cow that had come near the barn one night. 
and this was in uh, in the late 1800s, and kicked a little lantern that was hanging outside the barn and caused the lantern to fall down and caused a small little fire in her barn. Well, then the fire kind of led to the field. And from the field, it led to another field and another field until it reached Chicago. And it began to burn one business down at a time, one home down at a time. It led to the great Chicago fire in the late 1800s that, that costed Chicago millions of dollars, ruined hundreds of businesses, killed hundreds of people. In fact, the great Chicago fire, people estimate that almost a thousand people died and it all came from the twitching of a leg of a cow. A little thing caused a huge impact. I think about the story of Titanic. The captain of the ship, he saw a small little iceberg. He thought that thing's not gonna do anything to this big ship. This big ship was made to be strong and uh, plow through anything, and the little iceberg shouldn't affect us, but that little iceberg was really big underneath. What may seem small on top is huge underneath. Pay attention to the little things. Do things with honesty, with integrity. Be a man of character. Be a woman of character. Honor each other. Don't take from another person. Don't steal from another person. Just ask. You know, some people say in the business world, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. That is so false. Do the right thing. Ask for permission before you spend the credit card for the company, before you drive the company car to do something that's a personal thing, before you do something that you know, I might need to ask for forgiveness if I do this. It's better to go ahead and just get permission. It's the right thing to do. We live in a world with a whole lot of moral relativism where everybody's kind of saying, well, what's right for you is not right for me. And what you think is truth is not truth for me. But the Bible shows us that there is a life of integrity. The Bible says work as if God is always watching. Work unto the Lord. Do things with integrity. It will pay off in the long run. You'll have favor with God, favor with man, favor with your employer, favor with your coworkers. Do the little things right. I want to end by just sharing a few last stories. You know, the, there was a space shuttle in 1986 named the Challenger. And it was going to take seven people into space. And on the day of the launch, they had checked everything. At least they thought. They had checked all the big things. And when the space shuttle went up, it was on live broadcast. Within 73 seconds, the Challenger exploded in front of everyone, killing all seven people on board. When they looked into what caused the explosion of the Challenger, it was a little thing that they forgot to check. It was a, a little mechanical gasket called the O-ring. The O-ring, a small little uh, mechanical gasket that wasn't screwed in tight enough caused the explosion of this huge space shuttle. I remember um, not too long ago wanting to go and get some wood for my boys. We were building a treehouse, and I was looking for some um, wooden pallets because I wanted to do a DIY project, do it yourself. And I saw these wooden pallets stacked up behind a business near a dumpster, and I thought, they're not going to matter if I take a few wooden pallets. So I went and I, I started to think, you know, I'm going to get a couple of these and put them in my truck and drive off. And um, I had this little feeling, a little conviction, no, go and ask the owner of the company before you get this. Just go and ask permission. And even if he charges you, it's better to ask for permission than to steal two or three wooden pallets. So I went and I said, hey, can I have those wooden pallets in the back? Could I have a few of those? He said, why are you asking? They're back there. You could take them. I said, I just wanted to make sure. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little Boy Scout or something. I just wanted to make sure. And he said, wow, that, that's, you know, that's, that's big. I'm glad you asked. 
Yes, you can have as many as you want. Now, I would have thought that I was getting away with taking a, a few, two or three, and thinking, man, I got a steal of a deal. But because I asked permission, I was able to get as many as I wanted. When you do things the right way, you have more favor, more opportunities, and people trust you more. And at the end of the day, it's better to be trusted than to get away with something. So think about these things, talk about these things, maybe with a leadership group, ask each other, you know, how are we doing the little things right? Talk to someone in your life, an accountability partner, a friend, a pastor, a leader, and say, how can we do the little things well? Hey, I hope this blessed you. Stay tuned for more Learning to Lead podcasts. We're gonna have our interns back here again to do some Q&A on some other topics of leadership. God bless you and have an incredible rest of your day.